Hello, hello, and welcome to the second episode of the DFB podcast. I am AJ Wolf. I write DisneyFoodBlog.com, and I am here with Brad Johnson from WDW for GrownUps.com. Hello, everyone. There he is. And uh, I wanted to say thank you so much for listening to episode one of our podcast and for leaving your wonderful comments um, and your uh, great reviews over on iTunes. That was just awesome. Um, we hope that you'll continue to do that. Leave us some good reviews. Let us know how you like the podcast and um, and and rate uh, rate the podcast as well over on iTunes. But now, anyway, AJ, I don't like the, you know. I think you know that I'm not the kind of guy to toot my own horn. But I thought that episode one of the DFB podcast was the best episode of the DFB podcast we have ever done. I agree. Yeah. So, and I'm not tooting anything. Yes. So I would say of the one episode that we have ever done, that one was the best. I wonder if we can stay up to standard. I will say that. I'll say this. I feel confident this is going to be in the top two DFB <laughs> podcast ever. <laughs> yeah. So, getting into our top two DFB, one of our top two DFB podcasts ever, we're going to start off by looking at some Disney food news, and then after that, we're going to discuss some counter service options that you may not be aware of. After that, we will move to reader questions, then we'll do our trivia, we'll tell you who won last week's trivia question, and even give you the answer to it, and then we will give you this week's trivia question. And then I think that will be just about enough for us. That's that's enough for you guys, probably. Yes, you'll so, be tired of us by then. You'll be and tired so of us will, by then for certain. So let's dive in and see how quickly we can get you guys tired of us. <laughs> Here we go into the second episode of the DFP podcast. Thanks for joining us. So for our second episode of the DFB podcast, we thought we'd begin by having a little touch of the news before we get into our main course. It sounds like a disease, <laughs> having a little touch yeah, of I the got, news. Yeah, I caught a little touch of the news. <laughs> and let's discuss some of the uh, some things that are going on in Disney food news, beginning with one that I think includes a very an element of bad news. So what? tell us about menu changes, AJ. It's, it's not necessarily bad news. No, it's bad news. Okay. <laughs> Brad, it is bad news, but uh, um, so we've seen quite a few kind of drastic changes along with some little changes. So if you looked at the menus a while back to plan your trip, take a look at the menus again uh, to make sure that your favorites are still on. And some noteworthy ones that have changed are... Oh, let's talk about the one you're really upset about. The one I'm really upset about is Rose and Crown, which they have taken off Sunday dinner, which was... You know, it's hard to find Yorkshire pudding in America, at least any place I go. I mean, maybe not so hard to find it in, in other places, but certainly in Texas, it's not easy to find Yorkshire pudding. And that wasn't even the star of this, the the dish, but uh, yeah, it's. Uh, I'm bummed that that's gone. That was I, I would, like I liked the addition of the Scotch egg. Sad about the departure of Sunday dinner. Right. So Sunday roast has been taken off of the menu for Rose and Crown Restaurant, which is an Epcot. Um, you, it used to be on for just for dinner. And then it, they added it on for lunch as well for a while. And now it is off of both lunch and dinner menus, completely gone. Uh, Yorkshire pudding is still on the menu. So, I mean, don't forget, if you really want Yorkshire pudding, ask your server, hey, you got any extra Yorkshire puddings back there? But there's other things that were taken off the menu. Bangers and mash, for those of you who love that dish on, on Rose and Crown's menu, it is only on the lunch menu now. So if you have a dinner reservation, looking for bangers and mash, switch your, switch your reservation to lunch. Any other noteworthy menu changes that we should know about? 
Well, we've got we've got a few menu changes over at La Cellier's Steakhouse, both for, um, and that's in Canada and in, also in Epcot. That's um, lunch and dinner have changed, but all of your favorites are probably still on the menu. The um, the Canadian cheddar cheese soup is still on the menu. That wonderful mushroom filet is still on the menu. And uh, I've heard the poutine is still there, which I'm excited about. I know you Canadians, I know it's not real poutine, but... You give me some fries and some gravy and some cheese, and I'm a happy girl. So I don't, I don't care what, I don't really care what it looks like. Canadians keep all your favorites because Canadians are nice. Canadians are nice. Now, I, as in general, I've always found that the Brits are nice as well, but they they seem to kick me this time. What's the, up with the Yorkshire pudding? Come on, guys. So some other food news that is going around. Um, I know an old. <laughs> I, love, I love the. Uh, the illness thing <laughs> we, we have. Going a, we have a whole theme on illnesses. Some more food. Okay, case a touch of the food news is going around. It's going around. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> I know a an old favorite has returned to the Magic Kingdom. Tell us about that, AJ. Oh yes, for those of you uh, early Magic Kingdom babies, the citrus swirl is back in the Magic Kingdom, and and I'm sure a lot of you. Um, like me, heard about this first from uh, Michael Crawford over at ProgressCityUSA.com. And it is back. Frozen orange juice swirled with your uh, vanilla soft serve. It's what you had when you were a kid. So I also know that uh, Aaron was keeping an eye on the news out there and caught some uh, some buzz about the new French bakery changes over in the France Pavilion and World Showcase. That's right. Aaron Foster, who is our Disney Food for Families columnist and an all-around brilliant uh, news finder, sent me an email, uh, an interview with Jerome Bocuse, who runs the uh, France Pavilion Dining. He owns the company that runs the the France Pavilion Dining in Epcot. And uh, we did know earlier that the bakery was being expanded. It's going to have a, I believe, a 3,000 square foot kitchen. They're going to add a second level. It's going to be a full-blown counter service restaurant. But what we found out in this interview, now, mind you, none of this is confirmed by Disney yet, but he did say in the interview that the uh, bakery will be making its own bread and it will be serving sandwiches made from that fresh bread every day. So you'll have um, kind of fresh bread sandwiches and yummy stuff there every day. And it will also be a more modern French bakery. So there's lots of changes to come. And the author of the article somehow summoned up an opening date. It wasn't clear. That's right. The author of the article mentioned, and I'm, I'm assuming that she heard this from the interviewee, that the opening date is slated for March 2013. So that would be a year from now that that brand new bakery will be opening. Now, we don't know anything about closing dates, refurbishments, etc. Like I said, Disney has not confirm this information. So um, anything could change, but we're just filling you in. And I know that also speaking of uh, changes to new things that are opening, we got a, a sneak peek of the Be Our Guest restaurant. That's right. Disney released a video. They were showing the painting of the mural that's going to be in the ballroom area of the Be Our Guest restaurant, which is opening in the Magic Kingdom later this year in Disney World. And that is going to be a table service restaurant in the brand new Fantasyland. So that information's on the blog. Go ahead and look it up. And we have a, a, a blog post with everything we know about Be Our Guest Restaurant. Now, we're not sure when you can book reservations, but we do know that that restaurant will be opening in late 2012, whatever that means. And then finally, uh, news that a lot of people are, of course, interested in, which is free dining. Free dining has been announced for dates in August and September of 2012, and the dates are August 25th through September 29th, 2012. You have to book by May 18th. 
Excellent. So that is our quick roundup of Disney food news, which may not have been so quick, but we did our best. So now we will move on. Yeah, there's lots of news. So it took a long time. Now is the best Sunday, the time of joy or strife. There's so much to cheer for. Be glad you're here for it's the best time. So we wanted to give you a little sneak peek today. We wanted to share with you a few of our recent findings in Disney World. We both just got back from Disney World and. Uh, I tried a lot of brand new cool stuff. I know Brad sampled some things he really liked as well. So we wanted to give you a little roundup of new stuff you can find at counter service in Disney World that uh, I haven't even put it on the blog. A lot of the stuff isn't even on the blog yet. So so forgive the redundancy on the blog when you when you read it in a couple of weeks. And I also some of these things are just new to us. Some of these things are just things that we tried, you know, recently, but but and have been there and some of them are new items, but they're probably things that you might not be aware of counter service wise that are that are some options you might want to give a try next time you're there. Yeah, they're not so much your standard counter service, but they're still really, really good. So anyway, we wanted to take a little bit of time to share that stuff with you um, and, and, and not, you know, hopefully the podcast won't be an hour long. <laughs> anyway, so let's, let's jump in. So one thing I've been eyeing a little bit suspiciously that I know that you had a chance to finally engage in was these waffle sandwiches in the Magic Kingdom. Now, I don't I like there's my savory and my sweet and I and I don't like them to mix. So, I don't know <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that waffle sandwich you saw, but I know you had you had one of the ones that's a legit actual sandwich. So, what was that? Yeah, so I personally this this past week tried out tried the uh, the ham and prosciutto and Swiss uh, waffle sandwich at Sleepy Hollow in the Magic Kingdom, and um, just for those of you who aren't who, who aren't aware, there they have just introduced uh, three brand new, actually four brand new waffle sandwiches. And when we talk, when we say waffle sandwiches, they're they're big, giant Belgian waffles that they put fillings in and fold them over, and that's you know that's your waffle sandwich. It's like if the world ran out of bread and we had to use waffles instead. That's right. It's like a waffle waffle pita thing it's not entirely clear to me why we're using waffles to make these sandwiches but we are but we're using them because why not because sweet and savory do not belong to well now listen this now I, I i want to dispel this idea that the waffle is super sweet it is not the 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 waffle is a standard waffle but you really don't get a huge sweet push from it but uh anyway so the waffle sandwiches i would say i've heard from a lot of readers that they are thumbs up and um i've heard from a lot of readers that they are messy and i i can attest to that fact they are messy this is not something that you want to grab and you know walk over to space mountain with having it in your hand it's 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 not uh it's not a grab and go but it's actually relatively cheap they're they're all under seven dollars so it's a relatively cheap um meal because it is actually a meal you can share this between two people easily and i you guys know i can pack it away so so you agree both that it is good and that it is messy and it is huge you you need to share it seriously unless you're uber uber hungry go ahead and share it but uh but I understand if you don't share it. And staying at the Magic Kingdom, you'd been mentioning to me something about sweet potatoes. I don't what what's up with the sweet potatoes? Oh, okay. So you know how they have baked potatoes at Liberty Square Market in the Magic Kingdom. Now Liberty Square Market is that little open air market kiosk thing next to the Hall of Presidents. And they have for a long time had baked potatoes there. They had some fried corn on the cob for a, a 
It was a very bad choice last year. Now that's gone, and they just have regular boiled corn on the cob there. Um, but they've introduced for a limited time a baked sweet potato as well. So if you're a sweet potato fan, go ahead and get that. I think it's something like three bucks twenty nine cents. Um, get it for a Disney Dining Plan snack credit. Lots of good nutrients on your Magic Kingdom day. All right, let's move on to Epcot then. Um, what's new in Epcot? So the the newest thing to hit Epcot right now, um, besides the Flower and Garden Festival, which is pretty spectacular, is Katsura Grill, which is the replacement for Yakitori House in Japan. So you've got lots of, of good counter-service um, Japanese and semi-Japanese dining options there. So definitely worth worth hitting. So one of my favorite things about Yakitori House was that it wasn't usually very busy and it was kind of a relaxing place to go. Is that still the case with the new place or is it kind of busy now that it's a new thing? You know, it it doesn't have any higher profile than it used to have. So unless you're there during spring break, summer or Christmas, it's not going to be that uh, that crowded, I don't think. There's also now a Haiti booth that's in Epcot for the Flower and Garden Festival. That's just drinks though, right? That is just drinks and that is um, celebrating the, the country of Haiti and it is in it is only around for the Flower and Garden Festival but you can get some really great uh, hibiscus lemonade oh, that sounds good and there's some non-alcoholic drinks there as well so one thing that you recently uh, posted on I think your Facebook page that really caught my eye was the uh Mac and, or was it Facebook or Twitter that you put? The, I think I put it on both because I was pretty excited about that. That was a mean-looking hot dog. It was a mac and cheese with truffle oil hot dog, and it had chili on it as well, right? No chili. No chili. No chili. This is uh, this can be found in Fairfax Fair at Disney's Hollywood Studios. This is a hot dog that has macaroni and cheese, a pretty healthy healthy serving it's certainly not going to be healthy for you but a good (laughs) a nicely sized serving of macaroni and cheese with truffle oil and um and bacon on top and it is of course there's bacon on top it's huge where else would the bacon be it is it is an amazing amazing counter service dish um you know, there's nothing about it that's healthy for you, but it certainly is an indulgence and it's it's really it's actually good. And you know me, I put ketchup on it, which probably is not allowed, but it was it was really good. It's allowed, it. it's just wrong. That's right. Okay. Um so something I tried while I was there this trip, which is not new, every people have been telling me it's great for a long time, but I finally got around to trying it, was the Aloha pork sandwich at Captain Cook's in the Polynesian. Oh, I've heard really good things about that. I haven't tried it myself. I thought it was very I thought it was very good. Um I felt like the cucumber was a little bit out of place. It was, you know, it 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 was when I had a bite that had a good deal of cucumber, it tasted very cucumbery, whereas like the tomato and everything else seemed to mix in, but the, the cucumber really stood out. So if you don't like cucumber, I'd say ditch the cucumber because it's not subtle. If you do like cucumber, you'll probably love it. I thought it was a great sandwich, though, overall. Now, Brad, are you anti-cucumber in general? I I mean, I don't like to consider myself anti-cucumber. I'm just, you know, I'm not I'm not part of the pro-cucumber agenda either. I'm not a, I'm not a huge cucumber fan, I will say that. So okay. it was a little too cucumbery for me. So you're not avidly oppressing cucumbers. I, I wouldn't want the word to get around that I, I am not nice to cucumbers, but as a general rule, I don't seek them out. Understood. I also, I saw that they had a couple new cupcakes at Captain Cook's, which I can't imagine you haven't sampled by now. I, I, I have sampled those. They've been around for a while now. They, they have the uh, chocolate macadamia nut cupcake. And How very Hawaiian. I, <laughs> of course. And, uh, and the lemon ginger cupcake, which... Um, which Even actually, more Hawaiian. which has a meringue on top of it. It's a it's a ginger flavored cupcake, not a gingerbread, but a ginger flavored cupcake with a meringue on top and uh, 
and lemon in the middle, which if anybody reads my blog, you know how much I love lemon curd. And anyway, that, that was a good one. Chocolate macadamia nut. How could you possibly go wrong? So is a lemon ginger good? Because I, I it, it, it sounds like it could go either way based on the name. Like it could be great or it could be. It was iffy. very good. I had low expectations, but I really enjoyed it. And like I said, if I find lemon in the middle of a cupcake, <laughs> I am a happy camper. So that was it, it was great. It was great. Awesome. How about Animal Kingdom? Did you try anything good at the Animal Kingdom this trip? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe something Yeti-ish? Yeti-ish, of course, in the Animal Kingdom. So um, at the Animal Kingdom on the little um, the little path between Africa and Asia is a brand new, as of last October, um, a brand new, it's actually a frozen margarita bar at this point. They used to have daiquiris. Now they only have margaritas. I got what was called the Triple Yeti Blast, which is a combination of the three different margaritas, frozen margaritas that they have. So that was um, that was great. I find that a double Yeti Blast is just not enough Yeti Blast. No, you, you need you more need, Yeti. You need a triple Yeti Blast. You need a third Yeti in there. So I think that that's a good, those are just some things that you might want to try if you're looking for a little counter service to grab while you're there, mm-hmm. um, the, we, like we said, we're just kind of doing a quick rundown here but you, to, to keep the, the podcast short. Um, yeah, so. but just wanted to give you guys a sneak peek. Like I said, a lot of these things aren't on the blog yet. Uh, Brad hasn't written about them over on Grown Ups yet. Um, so we just wanted to share it with you our findings from from uh, the past couple weeks when we were both in, in Disney World. at the time in the show that we're going to do take some of your reader questions we're going to answer some reader questions you've been sending them to us faithfully at uh, podcast at disneyfoodblog.com and we've chosen three that we think are great to answer today they're all great but these are three particularly great ones that we've chosen to answer today that is an excellent point brad they are all great (laughs) we're all winners here (laughs) okay what, what what do we got So our first question is Joe, who would like to know, on the Disney dining plan, do restaurants allow you to swap desserts for an appetizer? Official answer is no. You cannot swap your dessert for an appetizer. Uh, Your mileage may vary. You can always ask your server. But more and more often, the answer is going to be no. So... So don't rely on it. Sadly, no, that's right. All right. Our next question is from Paul, who asks, other than beaches and cream, is there anywhere to get ice cream that is not soft serve? Yes, there there are several other places to get ice cream that is not soft serve. If you want to go to another restaurant, you can head over to the fountain. The fountain over in the Walt Disney World Dolphin Resort does have uh, hand-scooped ice cream. There are also spots in every single um, theme park that have uh, hard-scooped, hand-scooped, hard ice cream for you to have. Over in the Magic Kingdom, you can get um, hand-scooped ice cream at the uh, Main Street Bakery, also at Sleepy Hollow. At uh, Animal Kingdom, you can go to Dino Bites, and there's also a little a little kiosk um, on your way up to Africa that does hand-scooped ice cream. You can get it in Epcot over at the Fountain View Cafe, um, and you can also get it in 
Disney's Hollywood Studios at Hollywood Scoops. They do have um, hand-scooped ice cream. And there are other little places here and there that, that have uh, hard ice cream. So you can definitely find it. And, of course, you'll find it in the, in the restaurants as Is well. Is that the technical term, hard ice cream? Because it doesn't sound very good. I've always called it hard ice cream. But um, if you're in Disneyland, um, you actually have the opposite problem. Because most of the places in Disneyland that serve ice cream serve hand-scooped ice cream. And they don't serve soft serve. So the the only places I, – I've, I've heard that the uh, – um, from my from my Disneyland guru Heather Sievers, that really the only places you can get soft serve ice cream in Disneyland are going to be there's like one or two spots in in California Adventure, and uh, maybe a spot in Downtown Disney. It's it's very it's very hard to find it over there. Then finally, we have a question from Dan. Dan would like to know what are the best lesser known resort options for dinner. And you know, we last week in the in the podcast last week we talked about quick jaunts out of the park and we and one of the criteria we used was that you could probably get in so those are some lesser known options out there for for dining but you know those were lunch options not always all of them for dinner so what are your recommendations for lesser known resort options dan did say he um you know folks that had had mentioned him california girl and Chico, and he was looking for lesser known options than that so it looks like he was kind of looking for signature but we're going to answer across the board um one of my favorites that a lot of people don't visit on their first trip so to speak are is uh, shula's over in also in the walt disney world dolphin resort many of you if you read the blog you know as a buffalo bills fan i'm not allowed to you know, really love Shula's because because of the little rivalry there between my beloved Buffalo Bills and the Miami Dolphins. But uh, it's a great it's a great steakhouse, really wonderful restaurant. So that's that's a good one to visit. And also over there, Il Molino is some, a lot of people don't know about. And then I would say that's that's one of the better that's really good Italian food. That's one of the better Italian options you're going to have at a at a Disney resort. Yep, and those are those are both a little more high end, so you're, you're going to dress up a little bit for those. Um, still in the same general area, Cucina is a good option for dinner. Um, it gets mixed reviews, but uh, we had a good time there. We love the steak there. It's also a little more interesting than some of your other. You know, I mean, it's not just a, a burger or a steak or whatever. It's it's the the, the food variety there is a little bit interesting. One that I just had recently, I don't, I don't know that this would be universally approved of by everyone, but I had a really great time at Boat Rights on my recent trip over there. Oh, did you? You went to Boat Rights? Yes. And I, I actually, I had no complaints. I thought it was, it was great across the board. And if you look at it as a holistic experience, you also have Yeehaw Bob right available next door. And I actually thought the whole Port Orleans vibe was great. I really, I really enjoyed that over there. So that's another thing to consider. No one has more fun than us. No, I think I think boat rides is a, is, a, is a great option, especially if you know you can um, go to downtown Disney for the day, take the boat over to boat rides for dinner, go for a little carriage ride through Port Orleans. Um, beautiful resort at night, so that's a that's a that's a good idea. What what do you like there? What did you eat there? I I thought that uh, we had several things that were good, but I thought the prime rib and the cornbread were the real standouts of the meal. Cornbread always works for us, doesn't yes, it? It really does. Cornbread is a winner. <laughs> cornbread is a winner. Okay, what else? Uh, what else do we want to mention? Oh, you know what? A good, uh, a really good one that's getting um, more and more positive reviews is the Wave over in the Contemporary Resort. Um, locally grown, sustainable ingredients. They work with a lot of local farmers. Uh, it's it's kind of different from what you'll find in the standard Disney repartee repertoire. What's the <laughs> Or whatever that French word, whatever French word, fill in your favorite French word here. I think the word you're looking for is escargot. I don't think it is. They don't serve that there. But uh, no, it's the wave is a good the wave is a good option as well, and it's in walking distance from the Magic Kingdom, so it's it is a quick jaunt out. One more that's that's a little lesser known that's good for 
dinner. It's better for lunch because you can see the animals, but it is good for dinner as well. Is Sanaa in the Animal Kingdom Lodge's Kadani Village. Um, another one that has some really interesting options and is a little, not necessarily quite as much in the mainstream as, as every place else. The chef there is is named Bob Getchell, and he is in love with making that food. He's such an excellent chef, and he's always putting new and interesting things on the menu. It's also a great restaurant for vegetarians. That's true. It has it has a lot of vegetarian items on the menu that you don't even have to change up at all. Um, so there's it's it's a lot of fun. And even if you you know don't be afraid to bring your picky eaters there, there'll be plenty of stuff for them to eat as well. Everyone loves non bread. Everyone loves non bread. So good. So I think that pretty much covers our off the top of our head list of lesser known dinner options. If you have any suggestions, mail them to podcast at disneyfoodblog.com. And also, if you have any questions you'd like us to cover in a future episode, be sure and mail those to podcast at disneyfoodblog.com and put podcast in the title of the email. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time for the trivia section. That sounded like Kermit the Frog from the Muppets. It's the trivia section with our special guest, Alice Cooper. Elton John. All right, so trivia section. So lead us in here, Brad. What do we got? Well, last week's trivia question was, where can you get all you care to drink milkshakes for breakfast, lunch, or dinner? And the answer was Whispering Canyon Cafe. That's right. Over in the Wilderness Lodge in Walt Disney World. We got quite a few correct answers, but our winner of our drawing for a free DFB product was Kathleen P. So, Kathleen, we will be sending you an email with instructions on how to get your free guide. Yay. Yay, Kathleen. Congratulations, Kathleen. So, congratulations, Kathleen. (laughs) So, AJ, what's this week's question? Where can you dine in an authentic Airstream trailer? And the answer is not Fort Wilderness Resort. (laughs) It is, in fact, Brad's house, but we do mean actually in Disney World. You wish you could dine in an Airstream trailer at your house. (laughs) You will be able to one day. One day. Decipher swear. Oh, dear. Okay, so if you know where you can dine in an authentic Airstream trailer, you need to send us that information to trivia at DisneyFoodBlog.com. And be sure and put trivia in the subject line of the email. That's right. And you could win a DFB guide next, uh, next podcast. So that should bring us to just about the end of our second DFB podcast. We can't tell you how much we appreciate you guys for letting us be a part of your day. And we hope that we have uh, made you a little bit hungrier because that's what we do. That is what we do. That's our goal. We talk that is about, our objective. We talk about Disney food. I personally talk about Disney food over at DisneyFoodBlog.com. And uh, Mr. Bradley Johnson talks about Disney food and other wonderful Disney things over at WDWForGrownups.com. And again, if you've if you've stumbled upon this podcast and, and don't know where you found it, be sure to subscribe either at dfbpodcast.com or go subscribe on iTunes. And also, if you can rate and review it, we really appreciate that as well. Yep. And you can also find us on Twitter, Facebook, and all those other fabulous places. But you can find us here on the DFB Podcast in our third episode coming up soon. 